Hey y'all, hey. Welcome back to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. And I know y'all be all sick of me, but hey, listen, I love you guys. And if you're tuning in again, thank you for tuning back in. And if you're new, hey, cop a squat, sit down, your family now. Um, <laughs> I uh, I genuinely miss you guys. So let's just get right into it. Um, I was listening to this case and I was trying to find more research on it, but it wasn't a lot on it. And I was so surprised because the case is crazy. And I'm thinking like, and that's one crazy thing. Like some of the cases that I see, I'll be like, dang, that probably has a lot of news flash or a lot of information on it. I know that it's going to be a lot for me to find when I go to research and it usually isn't. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, and a lot of times it's more with minorities and it sucks, but that's the honest to goodness truth. You know what I mean? Um, it's It sucks. But um, our next case is about toxic love gone wrong, like all of the rest of them. But it's crazy because, okay, real talk. Have you ever met somebody and you just thought he, that was your person? Like, I know I've met people and I thought that was my person and I was writing my name and with their last name and seeing if I wanted to hyphenate my last name or if I wanted to just drop my last name. I was, you know, planning weddings and and what our kids was going to look like. And we had only been talking for like 15 minutes. So <laughs> I totally get where some of these women come from, where, you know, they meet these guys and then they automatically think after a couple of days that they're in love. Of course, you know, now that I'm older, I know that, that that's just lust. But, you know, the feeling itself does at the time feel like love. Like you don't want to be without this person. Like you crave this person. Um, and I know now when I feel that way about somebody, I need to run. Like <laughs> if I'm craving you like that, bro, no, no, no. I need to run. But no, <laughs> our next guest did not run. I said guess like she finna be on the show. No, our next um person of topic if that's better, she didn't run. Um, she went head first. And so she, let's go head first too. Let's dive in. So her name was Shakur Clinton. And I don't know if you all know, I don't really go into details about, you know, like, you know, what her mama's name was, her cousin's name was, because I don't really care about all that stuff. I just want to get to the mean potatoes. And so if that's something y'all care about, hey, let me know you know, I'm accommodating. But anyway, so yeah, her name was Shakura Clinton. And she was a young lady um, aspiring to be a nurse. She was working towards her goal. She was a CNA and she wanted to further her career. She was basically like, you know, most women, you know, I want to get in here. I want to do the best that I can at this job and I want to move up. Um, she, The job where she was at as a CNA, she worked with older people and her words, um, she stated that she loved doing that. Like she got joy out of working with older people. Anyway, fast forward, she's out and about and she runs into this guy named Bovi. Bovi Cones. Now, I I tried to see if that was his real name, but even in the court docs, that was the name that they had. So I guess that was the name his mama gave him, Bovi. Bovi. Mm, yeah, I twisted that around. I didn't really like that. But anyway, so yeah, so he 
meets um, Shakur and he starts telling her sweet nothings, everything she wants to hear, of course. And she falls hook, line and sinker. And then they start becoming inseparable. They start hanging out all the time. They start, <clears throat> you know, you know how you do when you get booed up, you know, answer phone calls, you know, you kind of busy all the time. You always unavailable. Um, she kind of like put her life on hold and um, her family stated that they didn't like him because he was possessive. It was like she couldn't walk out of a room without him asking, hey, where are you going? What are you doing? And they didn't like that. And, you know, sometimes when you're in the mess, it's hard for you to see it. So she probably didn't see that he was controlling. She probably was just like, oh, you want to be around me all the time. But her family said that it was worse. It was like she wasn't answering phone calls. They used to be close as a unit. And then when she got with him, she just kind of fell off the scene. And so they were like, you know, this is not our sister. This is not our daughter. But she didn't care and she kept messing with him. So, <laughs> y'all, this is where the story gets really crazy. So one day, um, Bovi tells Shakur that he wants her to help him. And by help, he says that he wants to get, you know, revenge on somebody and it was somebody who killed his sister. So, you know, Shakur is like, well, what do you need me to do, boo? And he's like, listen, I need you to rent a U-Haul truck. And she's like, for what? And he was like, because we gonna go over there and we gonna steal her stuff and we're gonna, you know, rob her. We're gonna get revenge on her. Well, after doing research, come to find out they had already befriended this girl before the U-Haul was um, even put in place to be rented. They had befriended her and gotten to know her. It doesn't really say how deep they got to know her, but they got to know her well enough that she felt comfortable allowing these people in her house. So Shakur says that um, Bovi calls her and he's like, today's the day I need you to rent the U-Haul. I need you to get it. And it's, it's going to go into play. And this is what she says. She says that, well, you know, I felt like as a woman, um, I could be in control of the situation. I could stop him from going too far. So I rented the U-Haul and, you know, I, I thought, well, if we're just going to go rob somebody, that's not really that bad. I mean, robbing is not as bad as murdering somebody. Um, okay, sis. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just saying like, I don't know, but in my mind, every, all of that sound like jail time to me. So, but that's just the way I think I'm always paranoid. Like, okay, look, is jail involved? Okay. Yes. I'm not your rod or die chick. I'm just not. Like I told y'all before, I got questions. Where are we going? Who's going to be there? Is <laughs> how long are we staying? Like, no, it's not because I know that I guess maybe I watch too many of these shows and I know that being at the wrong place at the wrong time can literally change your entire life. So I ask questions. Well, she knew what she was getting into. So what happened was they go over to this girl named Delisha Williams house. And when they get over to her house, she's over there hanging with her friend already. They're chilling, you know, just lay back watching TV or whatever. And so when um, they get there, it is Shakur and um, Bovi, but they stopped on the way with the U-Haul and got their homeboy named Andrew. 
So they know that they finna go rob this girl and they got the U-Haul and then when when picked up the guy and now they finna go over our house. So they get to the house and she lets them in and they're all hanging out. Um, and then Delisha's friend is like, hey, I got to go. Got to go to work in the morning. And, you know, she leaves, you know, thinking everything is fine. Well, Delisha and the rest of them continue to party for the rest of the night and Delisha's like, well, I'm finna go to bed. Y'all are welcome to stay. And this is where I, I say she had to have known them some type of way because for me, I'm not finna just let nobody stay in my house and I'm finna go to sleep if I don't feel comfortable with them. I know maybe everybody's not like that, but like as for me, no, like even with my daughter, make sure the door is locked and do not unlock the door while I'm asleep. Like that'll make me, that'll make me so mad because I need to understand if I'm at home, that's my peace. I don't want to feel like I'm not at peace. So when she said, okay, well, you all can stay here while I go to sleep. I have to think she felt comfortable with these people in her house. She felt comfortable with them. Well, she goes to sleep and they're still in the other room partying. Um, and this is what, you know, Shakur says. Um, and then what happens is they decide to, when Delisha is asleep, go in there and poison her with the syringe. It's supposed to knock her out so that they can rob the place. That's what she said. Well, when they go in there and they try to, you know, give her the, the syringe, she wakes up and she's fighting for her life because at this time she's in fight mode. Like what the hell is going on? So she's like going crazy, like fighting, like trying to get these people off of her. And so it it goes bad fast. Of course, you know, it's going to have to. So it goes from, okay, we're just going to poison her to now y'all are beating her. Y'all are stabbing her. Blood is everywhere. It's a big mess. So y'all, after y'all kill this girl, y'all decide that y'all want to load the truck up with her furniture. Now, Andrew says that um, Shakur was the one saying, hey, no, look, she has some nice stuff. I want this. I want this. I want this. But Shakur says, no, that wasn't the case. She said that when they came, that Bovi already had in his mind that he was going to rob the place because he was trying to get revenge. Potatoes, potatoes. I don't understand how y'all were moving furniture around this dead body on the floor. I can't even understand it. So y'all pack up this furniture in the U-Haul and then y'all wrap the dead body in a, um, a, like one of those long rug mats um, and then put it in the U-Haul too. So you know what? Andrew's like, listen, take me home. Like this is enough for tonight. I can't do it no more. I <laughs> Listen, this is it. This is all. So they take him home, but then when they take him home, he pulls the U-Haul hatch up and gets the TV out, and it's a dead body back there, y'all, a dead body. So then he closes it back, and then he goes in the house like, all right, y'all, catch y'all later. And I guess the TV was his payment for his role in the murder or whatever, so um, Shakur and Bovi are like, okay, we need to get rid of this body. Where are we going to go? And while they are talking, I kid y'all not, listen, this came from Shakur's mouth. She said that she heard something in the back of the truck and she was like, listen, do you hear that? And Bovi was like, I don't hear anything. And then the sound started getting louder and louder. And so she was like, listen, 
she's in the back of the truck and she's still alive. We need to get her to the hospital. This is what Shakur says. She says that she's like, we need to get her to the hospital now. This has gone too far. We can't keep doing this. We need to be accountable for our actions. It needs to stop now. That's what she said. But what ended up happening was they ended up taking this young lady um, over the state lines into a wooded area. And then they took her body and put it underneath the tires of the U-Haul. And then Bovi ran her over twice with the U-Haul. Can you imagine that? This young lady, not only she let these people into her house, she welcomed them in. Then they tried to poison her. She fought like hell for her life. Then after they thought she was dead, she was like, okay, I'm not. And then I'm sure she fought then. And then they ran her over. Can you, I mean, just think about a U-Haul truck. You got it? And then just imagine being ran over with a U-Haul truck twice. And so then after she was ran over with the U-Haul truck, They go ahead and they take her body. They beat her with a log because they have to make sure she's dead because apparently she's a fighter. And kudos to you, sis. She was a fighter. Um, And then after they do that, they take her and then they throw her down a hill. And then they go back to Shakur's house like nothing happened. Okay. Well, how these silly people get caught is because when Delisha's godmother comes home, She's like, what the hell is going on? Because her and Delisha shared a place together and the place was ransacked. Blood was everywhere. And she was like, something's not right. So she calls the police. The police come when the police get there. They're like, "Okay, we agree. Something's not right. Blood is everywhere. Things are missing. And so they, you know, put out a APB on Delisha. And so while they're putting that out on her, they're talking to the friend who was there the the night before. And she's like, I can't remember their names. I do remember the girl's name. Her name is Shakur. And she said, I remember U-Haul. So, of course, the police are like, "Okay, we got to find a U-Haul. They run a trace and then they find a trace that of a Shakur who rented a U-Haul. See, ladies, men, they ain't as stupid as y'all think they are because although he gave her the money, she rented the U-Haul. So it went back to her. So the police go to Shakur's house and when they get to her house, she opens up the door like, what are y'all doing here? Ma'am, you just robbed, killed, and then ran somebody over with a U-Haul and you want to know what the police are doing there? So then when they get there, Bovi comes out like, babe, who's at the door? And he has blood all over his clothes. Y'all ain't changed y'all's clothes. Y'all ain't washed y'all's tail. Y'all ain't did none of that stuff. Y'all just chilling with this stuff in the driveway after y'all done killed this lady. And so the police take her into custody. They take him into custody. They start talking. And so um, they pick up Andrew. And Andrew, he does get charged. He gets charged with like 15 years. But after, he only gets charged with that amount because... He did testify, and then also they said they determined that Delisha's body was not, she wasn't dead until after they ran her over with the U-Haul. So he didn't really kill her, but he did play a part. So he got 15 years. Now, um, Shakur did testify against Bovi, which was crazy. She testified against him. I'm thinking they did have the death penalty on the table because of the fact that she, um, She testified against him and then she still ended up getting life for, you know, being with, I mean, you know, for her part that she played in it. But it was crazy because 
here's the twist. When they tried to figure out why they did that, why he wanted revenge and how he figured she was the person that he was going to get revenge for, this is how it played out. Bovi's sister got killed in another state. Well, he found he thought he found the people who killed her. And so he wanted to do revenge on those people. So he did a search on Facebook looking for someone related to them. And it popped up Delisha Williams. Williams is a common last name. After the detectives and everybody did the research, come to find out this lady was not even related to the people who killed this man's sister. So Shakura... Bovi, Andrew, all these people are spending this time in jail over a revenge for somebody who wasn't even involved. And now this poor baby is dead behind something that she had nothing to do with. It just breaks my heart because I can only see her. And I'm one of those people. I'm I'm one of those people like, yeah, come in. You know, are you hungry? Do you want something to eat? I'm that person. And it sucks that you can't be that person. Like you have to really be like, no, yeah, I really want to have a big heart, but I can't be like that because people like this are in this world. She let them in her home And then she went to sleep thinking, okay, well, these people are, you know, my friends. And then not only that, um, come to find out when I was um, researching it, that uh, Bovi was acting like when he wanted to get in that he liked Delisha. So while they were in the house partying and hanging out, although he was with Shakur and that was his girl, she had to fall back because he was pretending like he liked Delisha while he was over here. So that again lets you know that that man doesn't care for you. Any man who is going to sit and flirt with another woman or pretend like he wants another woman while he is with you, that's toxic. You know what I mean? And and I'm not talking about anybody because I know I didn't done some dumb stuff behind some men. Um, I remember one time, and then, then I'm going to let y'all go. I remember one time, and this was the, the first and last time I ever, ever put my hands on a man. And I thank God that I didn't have a um, any more toxic relationships because I see how quickly the lines can get blurred. Um, but anyway, so I was with my baby's daddy at the time and he, uh, he was watching my daughter. He was like, go out, have a good time, go hang out with the girls or whatever. And I was like, okay, when I get done, I'm gonna come over, you know, and family time, you know, you, me and the baby. And so, um, we, (laughs) we get done, um, partying and I'm calling him and he not answering the phone. And I'm like, okay. And I'm telling my home girl, listen, you, you got to run me by his house. Cause she drove that night. And she's like, I'm not running you by his house. And I'm like, but you really, really have to. And she's like, yeah, I'm not running you by his house. And I'm like, so you forgot all the times that I didn't took you on some runs. And so then she had to remember all the times that (laughs) I had been, you know, the person who took her on some runs. So anyway, long story short, we pulled by his house and I'm like, slow down, sis. So when she slows down, I see him getting out the car and I noticed that it's another girl driving it. So I'm like, don't move. So I let him get out the car and he goes in the house and I follow the girl. And so she gets to the stop sign and I get out and I'm like, hey, I don't want no beef with you. I just got a question. Are you and him together? 
And she was like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm his baby's mom. I just had his baby about a month ago. And she was like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. And I said, okay. I said, "Um, but that doesn't answer my question. Are you and him together? Because I didn't have any beef with her. But I knew as a woman, if I asked him, he wasn't going to tell the truth. I didn't have no issue with her. I just wanted to know the truth. And so she was like, yeah, that's my man. We've been together and I know about you. Uh, That's all I need to know. So I get back in the car and I go to his house. And it's late at night, y'all. So like I said, I had one out. So it's probably like two o'clock in the morning and he stayed with his, his, his parents at that time. So I didn't want to be disrespectful to them. So I go knock on his window, knock, knock, knock. He looks out the window, just smiling like, Hey boo. And I'm like, Hey, come outside. And he's like, okay, wait a minute. But I didn't know that the other chick had pulled up too. So then while he's smiling, she walks up and he looks at her and he closes the window like, <laughs> yeah, good night. And I knock on the window. I said, listen, I said, you got about two seconds to get out here before I wake everybody in this house up. And he was like, uh, okay. So he comes outside and I'm like, dude, are you messing with this chick? And he's like, I mean, and he didn't have anything to say because she's here and I'm just looking at him and he has these glasses on his face and I'm just so angry and all I see is red. Like I almost died having your baby. Like legit, I did. I almost died. I was in ICU. I didn't get to see my baby um, after she was born. They were like, which was stupid. I was just like, they were like, well, you know, um, I guess maybe you can infect the baby or you might die. And I'm like, dude, if there's anything that's going to make me want to fight, it's going to be me seeing my baby. But I'm thinking in my mind at this moment, like I almost died having your baby. And here you are out here with another chick. You know what I mean? And you didn't left our baby at home with your sister while you out screwing some other female. Oh, no, I lost. I was red. So like I like knocked his glasses off his face. And in that moment, it felt exhilarating. I kid you all. It felt so good. The next day, I was at the mall paying to get his glasses fixed, and I was still with him. And we were together for several years after that, and he cheated on me time and time again after that. And I don't say that to condone it. I say it because after that, I never, ever broke anybody else's stuff. That was the only time that I had to learn that, listen, Siobhan, if you gon' that was the most stupidest expensive lesson I ever had to learn. Like, why would you break his stuff and then turn around and pay for it? And I know some of y'all are listening. Y'all are like, oh, you're so dumb. But listen, I don't know why it could cut me off. But listen, so yeah, um, I was stupid then. It took me a very long time to realize that love doesn't hurt. And so whenever I tell these stories and I, you know, make little sarcastic jokes and stuff like that. My heart really does go out to these women because I, I do think that they're wrong. I think that um, I think that they that that better choices should have been made. But I do think that we all have been one bad choice away from where these women have been at. And so we 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 can't judge. Um, We can't be like, oh, you know, well, you know, that could never be me because it could be like, I mean, I've learned, I've lived long enough to know that saying it never could be you could definitely make it be you. Um, but y'all, hey, listen, I'm not going to take up no more of y'all's time. Thank you for tuning in and listening to such a lady. Thank you all for um, commenting. Thank you for going to our page at such a lady um, underscore 30. Thank you for no such lady 30. Um, thank you for just being who you are. Thank you for tuning in and I will chat with you all later. I appreciate you tuning in to such a lady and you all have a great week.